Welcome to another episode of Bible Conversations. Today we're going to be continuing our study in Proverbs. And the character we're going to be looking at today is the wanderer. All right. Well, here we are again, and we're uh, talking about the wanderer today, and that's kind of a harder word to say because of the er er at the end. Wanderer, wanderer. <laughs> um, but uh, but I, I think this will be good. I, I don't think this one will be too long, but I um, I think it also could be in, incredibly long. I think yeah. it just depends. You never on, know where the conversation <laughs> takes just, us. Yeah, it just depends on the conversation. Um, so you know, when when I think of wanderer, I, I try to think of. Because really, anytime I look at these characters, try to think of the definition of it or the, you know, what what's the first thing that comes to mind, right? So when yeah. you think of someone wise, first thing that comes to mind is someone who's lived a long time and knows what's going on. You think of, yeah. um, you know, someone who is uh, a wanderer. You think of someone who's going astray and 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 literally wandering. Yes, yeah. kind of faux pas to use the word in the definition, <laughs> uh, but is but is going where they shouldn't be going or going where they don't know. And, and one of my uh, one of my favorite quotes that I like to use with people is, if, if you don't know where you're going, any road will take you there. Yeah. And that's kind of what a wanderer is, right? Like they're just, they're just going. Going. It doesn't matter really where you're going. It's just a matter of, of uh, going around, not really having a goal in yeah. mind. No but destination. Just, yeah, no destination. Yeah. So. And, and I think that's... Um, we'll, we'll see how that's pertinent to what the scriptures are saying about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Proverbs twenty one sixteen uh, is is really kind of where this idea of the character of the wanderer comes from. Mm-hmm. And um, we'll go ahead and read that here. And it says this: It says, "One who wanders from the way of good sense will rest in the assembly of the dead." Man, the first time I read through that, I was like, "Wow." Like you wander from good sense, you're going to rest in the assembly of the dead. I mean, assembly of the dead to me is a, a graveyard, right? Like it's yeah. a it's a gathering of of dead people, and that's that's not a uh, a pleasant. Uh, Doesn't seem <laughs> great. No, no, it's not. <laughs> like when you try to imagine that, like it it, it it's not pleasant at all. Yeah, and. Um, and so that makes me really think, as as Christians, we we can't be wanderers. Yeah. Well, and I I actually really like looking at it uh, in different translations too, um, mm-hmm. especially Old Testament, especially Hebrew. Um, it's a little bit further removed from English, and so yeah, um, I like looking at the different translations to get a really good idea of what it's talking about. Um, and there's a lot of different translations. You and I both use use ESV, English Standard Version, yep. and so we don't have a whole lot of variation there typically. Um, but looking at this one in a lot of different translations, um, it says one who wanders from uh, understanding, from the way of understanding, mm-hmm. and uh, that's pretty interesting to me because yeah. what is like all of our our uh, under I'm using the same word in, in my definition. <laughs> what what is our our belief centered around the New Testament? Uh, it's the understanding of Christ, uh, yeah. who He is, and and that He is the Son of God. Having that understanding, and so when you take this and apply it to lives today, um, being under the New Covenant 
if you wander away from that understanding, wander away from from who Jesus is, understanding, knowing, believing that he is the yeah. son of God, then that's going to lead you down a, a terrible path. Yeah. Well, and I mean, the whole point of Proverbs, right? Mm-hmm. Chapter 1, verse 2, to know wisdom and instruction, yeah. to understand yeah. words of insight, right? And he yeah. uses the word understanding again in verse 6. And um, so there, there's there's definitely something about knowing Right. Mm-hmm. And, and specifically when it pertains to the wander of, of having a destination, right? If you're wandering from the path of good sense, that means that you're just walking about aimlessly. You know, I was, um, when I was my first couple of semesters in college, which is now over a decade ago. <laughs> Ouch. That hurts to say. Um, <laughs> it was over a decade. I was in a biology class and the, the professor, I remember, him talking about, I don't remember what the principle was, but I remember it was, uh, he's essentially talking about how everything in life is kind of chaotic, right? Like if you were to, if you were to look at your steps, right? You were to map out your steps on, on a single day, and then you were to take an aerial view and look at those steps, Mm -hmm. there would be seemingly absolutely no direction as to where you're going. Yeah. Right? Like you're walking to, you're walking from, kitchen to living room, you're walking to the car, you're driving, including, you know, where you're, you're traveling, you're yeah. just, you, you, until you map that and, and you're, you're, you're kind of everywhere, right? But when you're living it, you do have direction, you do have purpose. Yeah. And, and so I think the idea here of, of being a wanderer and wandering from the truth, wandering from the way of good sense is that idea of not just looking down on somebody's steps that they're going throughout the day, but but man, that's you literally have no purpose. Like you're just going wherever the wind takes you. Yeah. Uh, and that's that is scary because if you don't understand what you're supposed to be doing in life, if you don't understand why we're here. I had a friend on Facebook the other day post, well, what's the purpose of life? And I almost commented, but I kind of have a thing of <laughs> commenting on Facebook because I I just don't feel like it does good. Yeah. But but I almost commented. I was like. Serve to serve the Lord, right? Like, yeah. The, the end of the matter is this. Well, even just in the the teen class last night, I wasn't teaching it, but I was sitting in there, mm-hmm. um, and the teacher for the teen class was talking to the kids and saying, you know, you, you do have a goal in life. We all have a goal as Christians. We really have like two main priorities, and that's to glorify God throughout our lives and to teach people about Him. Yeah. And if we're not doing those two things, then we're we're not. Um, doing what we're supposed to be doing you know that yeah. that is the the goal that is the direction that our lives should be should be going is to glorify God and to teach others about him yeah. um you know as we talk about this idea of of being a, a wonder um which i know i kind of say wrong <laughs> it, it's it's to the point where uh when i was typing out rules for camps and stuff that kids shouldn't be wondering about camp emily was like um you spelled that wrong you spelled wonder not wander <laughs> and so um but when we think about uh like wandering around in scripture and stuff like that um yeah. it takes me to the israelites and you know they in the wilderness yeah they were wandering around for 40 years in the wilderness yeah. and uh Obviously, the the main part of of how they were just wandering around, kind of having no direction, was 
physically. Like they, they had no direction they were going as a nation physically. They were just wandering around everywhere. But it's also kind of interesting when you start to look at that is that they started to wonder spiritually as well. Yeah. They started to, uh, to go astray from God. Um, it's kind of interesting when you look at it, what, what the point of even having a, a golden calf is. Like, uh, you know, Moses is up on the mountain. He's away from them for a while, um, getting the Ten Commandments from God. 40 days, and, uh, which is... Uh, yeah, but little over a month. Yeah, that's, like, that's actually a decent amount of time. Yeah, somebody goes up on a mountain for forty days. Yeah, you, you know, it's reasonable to assume that he's dead. Yeah, yeah, like, that's, that's actually true. a reasonable assumption. Their reaction, yeah, to that assumption. The the, the reaction completely wandered away spiritually. Yes, um, and they had Aaron uh, create a golden calf. He, they gave him all of the gold, jewelry, uh, earrings, necklaces, whatever they had, um, and he crafted a golden calf for that. And I was uh, thinking about that the other day. You know, wh- why in the world? Like, what's the point of having a a golden calf? Like, how do you go from thinking we worship God? This this spiritual being, this non-physical thing that cannot be destroyed, that was not created, to worshiping a, a a cow that's made out of gold. Like, like how does that mentally translate? And I, I, I don't know if I'll ever be able to wrap my mind around how you get from this to that. You well, know? I, I think, so, and this is speculation on my part, I guess, in some part, but in, in one hand, they, they've lived in, in Egypt their whole life. Yes. And the, the gods and goddesses of Egypt, one of them was the, the, I guess the cow god. I don't remember. Yeah. Well, either. they had tons of different, had different a gods. A lot of different ones. All, a lot of them represented yeah. by different animals. Yeah. And so for most of their life, they've grown up hearing this and knowing this yeah. and being in, in, in a lot of indoctrinated with this, right? And, and then they've also at home been hearing about the God of Israel. Mm-hmm. Well, you hear about the God of Israel. Moses shows up. Moses was 80. Yeah. He had abandoned the Israelites for 40 years. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Lived his first 40 years in Egypt as yeah. prince of Egypt. Yeah. Then lived Killed his next, somebody. Yeah. Left. <laughs> lived his next 40 in Midian, came yeah. back. Yeah. And so so for 40 years, right, or 80 years, really 400 total years, but, mm-hmm. but they haven't had anybody from Israel really step up and say, hey, this is... Like, this is who we ought to be following. This is what we ought to be doing. You yeah. haven't had a leader. Yeah. And when you don't have leadership, you don't have a, a leader moving you or your people forward. You tend to wander around. You're going to wander and you're going <laughs> to, yeah. you're going to perish. Yeah. You know, like it's not going to be. And so Moses comes in and he brings them out and he brings them up and he does all of these miracles, all these things. So the Israelites are now fully believing, well, man. God must be real. God yeah. must. He must be looking out for us. And then they. And then they, Moses goes away. And then he goes away for forty days. Yeah. Well, how could this God that brought us out here? How could he not preserve the life of Moses? How he's left us to die in this wilderness, right? Like mm-hmm. it would be better for us to have been enslaved in Egypt. Even then, we would know we would have meals. We would know yeah. what we're gonna. We know to, what we're gonna eat tomorrow. Right. We know we know that we have a, a an actual bed tonight, yeah. not just a tent that we're sleeping to, in. To some extent, like I kind of understand where they're coming from. Yeah, and it's taken me it's taken me a long time to get to that point because initially I'm like, how are you guys wanting to go back into slavery? Yeah. Well, I, I it kind of like there's a whole lot of uh, security. There's yeah, not a lot of security. There is security in where they were, not yeah. necessarily in slavery, but in where they were. Yeah, and there's not safety and there's not security 
in the unknown, yeah. which is where they're at now. And so I think a part of it is that, but, but yeah, I mean, I, to see all those miracles, to see water turn to blood, <laughs> yeah. to see a, a, a swarm all of the locusts, plagues that got them like out all of the Egypt. plagues, yeah. to see, to walk across dry land when the Red Sea was parted. Yeah. And then, and then to make a golden calf, like that was what saved you. Yeah. So as I was thinking about this the other day, um, one of the things that I kind of came to the conclusion of, um, it was, it was in an effort to try to, to glean something from that text for us today. Um, but the, the, the conclusion that I kind of came to, the application, I guess, that I kind of came to was that a golden calf is easy to pull out and, and worship and call your God, but then put away. Yeah. And I think that's the a little application. You know, if, if you try to read in between the lines, read, read yeah. into the text a little bit, you know, that's a little bit of the application that we can take today because there's a lot of people that, that like to do that. Yeah. They like to, to pull out their God on Sunday, but then put him away for the rest of the week. Yeah. And it seems really, really similar to what the Israelites did with, with a God that they wanted to control. Yeah. Um, and all that is, is just wondering spiritually. Yeah. That's just a, a matter of wondering around spiritually, not really knowing what direction you're going in, but saying, hey, I, I've got this thing that I worship, but yeah. not really understanding the direction you're going with it. Yeah. You know, and so, so anyways, that kind of tied into, I guess, just wandering around spiritually, not just physically yeah. for the Israelites. Well, and, and speaking about wandering spiritually, I, uh, you know, I've, I've got some notes here. I've been doing uh, the characters in Proverbs study with somebody else. And, mm-hmm. and I've been, you know, I was able to teach two of the classes that, that yeah. this was based on. And, um, but in Psalm 119, at the very end, so we're not going to read all of Psalm 119 because we'd be here. This would be a really long episode then. <laughs> um, but it says, let my cry come before you, starting in verse 169, sorry. Let my cry come before you, O Lord. Give me understanding according to your word. Let my plea come before you. Deliver me according to your word. My lips will pour forth praise, for you teach me your statutes. My tongue will sing of your word, for all your commandments are right. Let your hand be ready to help me, for I have chosen your precepts. I long for your salvation, O Lord, and your law is my delight. Let my soul live and praise you, and let your rules help me. I have gone astray like a lost sheep, seek your servant, for I do not forget your commandments. So the the psalmist here is saying, listen, I've, I've gone astray. I love your law. I love your word. Mm-hmm. I want to know your word. I want to understand your word. I want to understand life according to your word. Yeah. Help me to get back on the path, right? Yeah. Come find me, seek me. And and so I, I think that idea of we've, we've got on one hand the wanderer and then on the other hand we've got the seeker, right? Yeah. And not the Harry Potter seeker that's <laughs> catching the golden snitch, but but the seeker of, of truth and the seeker of life and the seeker of God. And and I've got three Proverbs here that I'm going to just go off real quick. Hey, before you get off of this Psalm 119 yeah. um, here, did you know that's actually a song? Yes. Um, and – I absolutely love it, but I can't find it on a CD anywhere. Um, my dad had it on a CD when we were growing up and played it in the car all Oh, the time. it's like a a modern song. I thought a, you meant, did yeah. I know that the song? Yeah, Sorry. a modern song, yeah. Um, <laughs> What's and, the name of it? Uh, uh, Let Me Live. Okay. And it's a, a 
beautiful song. Um, I believe it was actually um, like put together and sung by a group from Ukraine. Okay. Um, And I've found it on YouTube once, um, but I've since lost the link and can't find it again. Um, And I don't know where the CD is. My dad's gotten rid of it, but it is a gorgeous song um, that talks about this. Um, May my cry come before you, Lord. Uh, Give me understanding according to your word. Um, It's, it's just, it's beautiful. And, and the, the title of it comes from verse 175. Uh, let my soul live and praise you and let your rules help me. Um, yeah. a matter of, of seeking God. Um, but no, you're right. There are the, the wonders, there are the seekers. Yeah. And we've all at some time been a wonderer, yeah. whether or not we've come back to, to yes. then be a seeker or not. Yeah. Um, Everybody falls into the category of being a wonder at one time or another, yeah. but not everybody made it ha- has made it to become a seeker. So, yeah. anyways, you had some more proverbs to look at. Yeah, I've got three of them. Uh, so, Proverbs chapter seven, verse twenty-five, uh, and and this is in relation to the Psalm one nineteen verses one uh, sixty-nine through or one seventy-six. So it's mm-hmm. it's in relation to those. And Psalm 725 says, let not your heart turn aside to her ways. Do not stray into her paths. For many a victim she has laid low and all are slain and all her slain are a mighty throng. And this is, of course, talking about, uh, you know, avoiding uh, the, the prostitute, avoiding the temptress, mm-hmm. avoiding these things and, and paying attention to the father, right? Yeah. Paying attention to the father. Then we get to Proverbs 10, 17. Proverbs ten seventeen. Whoever heeds instruction is on the path to life, but he who rejects reproof leads others astray. Mm. Well, that's a that's even more dangerous now, right? Not only are you wandering, causing others to wander. Now you're causing others to wander, right? Yeah. Now you're causing others to to go astray. And then Proverbs twelve twenty six says, "One who is righteous is a guide to his neighbor, but the way of the wicked leads them astray." Okay, well, that's just building on that. But now we understand that if we're following God's will, well, now we're a good guide. Mm -hmm. And if we're wandering, we're a bad guide. And this kind of reminds me of, you know, one of working with the teens, but also of of my own personal life of people are looking at me. People are looking at you, Dylan. People Mm -hmm. are looking at Corey. As ministers, we, we live in glass houses. As Christians, we live in glass houses. Uh, and, and people are looking at us Yeah, and that doesn't, that's, that's not a, you know, wow, I'm so good or great or anything. It's a, I need to be aware. It's like you're in a fishbowl. Yeah. I just, I need to be aware that my actions are being seen and perceived by people mm-hmm. and I need to be a good guide. I need to be righteous. I need to strive to be righteous. I, I can't, I can't be leading others astray simply because. Because I don't quite know where or what I want to do right now. Mm-hmm. So um, it, it reminds me of uh, uh, the parable Jesus told Luke chapter six. Um, I'll go ahead and just read it, starting in verse thirty-nine. Uh, he also told them this parable: Can a blind man lead a blind man? Will they not both fall into a pit? A disciple is not above his teacher, but everyone, when he is fully trained, will be like his teacher. Why do you see the speck that is in your brother's eye, but do not notice the log in your own eye? How can you say to your brother, brother, let me take the speck, uh, take out the speck that is in your eye when you yourself do not see the log that is in your own eye? You hypocrite. 
First take the log out of your own eye, and then you will see clearly to take the speck, to take out the speck that is in your brother's eye. You know, when we try to, to, um, come at the, I guess, being, being righteous and being a guide to our brothers and sisters yeah. from a like holier than thou perspective, yeah. then it becomes like the blind leading the blind, you know, and that's yes. what Jesus is saying. And so, um, in order to truly lead someone to, to be a type of person that, that guides people towards Christ and not, you know, leading them astray is, is mentioned in the, the Proverbs or being like a, a blind person leading another blind person falling into a pit, as Jesus talks about. Yeah. It's, it really comes down to what's in, what's in the heart, right? Yeah. And so, um, I mean, there's so many directions that we could go with that too, as far as yeah. is your heart truly seeking God or is your yeah. heart wondering? And, yeah. and because that's at the root of everything that affects your life. But yeah. well, so my, I've got a question for you and, yeah. then, and then we'll start kind of wrapping it up. But my question is, cause we've been talking about wandering. We've been talking about seeking, talking about these things. And, and a couple of times the word astray has mentioned to go astray. Mm-hmm. Right. So, so Dylan, how, how easy do you think it is to go astray? I would say pretty easy. Um, I mean, it's just a matter of letting your guard down. Yeah. Right. Cause, cause here, here's the way I'd go about it is Satan's always attacking every single one of us. Yeah. Even the people who aren't in Christ, Satan is attacking them because it's not like they're on his side or anything. Yeah. He, the, the, the best quote that I've heard about Satan's relationship to people is that Satan doesn't care about any any one of us. Satan doesn't like any of us. Yeah. But he hates God and God loves us. Yeah. And so that's why Satan wants to to steal us from God. Yeah. And so even the people who are who are not walking the way that God desires them to are not on the side of Satan. It's just a matter of they're not on God's side. Yeah. And so Satan's attacking every single one of us. Yeah. It's not like he's got people on his team. He's attacking yeah. every single one of us. And if we let the guard down, yeah. then the attacks are are going to pierce. Yes. They're, they're going to get through. Well, and there, there definitely are people who are actively against Christianity. Yeah. And in that sense are probably for Satan just because either they quote unquote don't believe or whatever the reason, right? Yeah. But no, I, I think the vast majority of people, specifically the ones that claim to be Christian, right? Yeah are not or they're just not seeking God. Yep. They're not walking in that path and and what I've seen, what I've experienced, what uh what what has become kind of apparent to me is very very rarely is this idea of going astray and all in one it hits you all at once. It is very often a slippery slope. Mm-hmm. And Absolutely. it starts it starts with one little thing, right? Yep. Where uh you know, Satan questioning Adam and Eve in the garden, right? Did yep. he really say you wouldn't die? Yeah. Is that is, is that was that his actual words his actual, or yeah. is that paraphrase? <laughs> yeah, and then and then kind of well, okay, well maybe maybe not. Okay, well, he just doesn't want you to have this fruit, mm-hmm. right? So, well, okay, well maybe that's right. And there's always there's always multiple steps. Involved. So you know when when we think of sin, there there's always there's always going to be multiple steps involved mm-hmm. to that sin. Regardless of what sin it is, yeah. I firmly believe there are multiple steps involved, and all of those steps, except for the final, ultimate physical action, happen in the mind. Absolutely, they happen in the mind when when it comes to adultery. You have to first meet somebody. Yeah. Right now, that's not sinful. Yeah. But then you have to start talking to them. That's also not sinful. But the manner in which you talk to them 
can be. Yeah. And then you have to plan. You got to set something up, and yeah. then you have to go and meet, and then you have there. There are so many steps involved with committing adultery mm-hmm. when it comes to. And, and I mean that goes with everything that yeah. is against um, God, because that's what sin is. It's, yes, it's an act against God. Exactly. Um, and every single one of them, it starts with the question of like, what if I did this? Yep. Yeah. Like, like what if like. One, would anybody know? Yeah. Two, would it? Could I get away with it? Could I get away with it? It's, it's yeah. you know, it, it starts with the, those questions and, and those line of thoughts. That's where, you know, is your guard beginning to break down? Yeah. That's when Satan has been attacking you this whole time. There's probably been multiple times that Satan has tried to throw attacks at you and you didn't even notice because your guard was so strong because yeah. the, the armor of God has completely surrounded you, you know, <laughs> to give that kind of imagery. Yeah. Um, but once those what if questions start to slip in, your guard is slipping down and you yeah. have to be able to recognize that yeah. in order to remain firm in, well, and, in Christ. And I think those what if questions, they happen to everybody. Absolutely. I think they, because Satan, again, Satan's trying to attack, right? Mm-hmm. And so, so our response has to be to think about something else, mm-hmm. to answer the question, doesn't matter what if, <laughs> right? Like it's against, it's against God's commands, right? We have yep. to, we have to be ready for that. And and really the the thing that I want to try to nail home here re- regarding the wanderer is there are many different. In fact, there's an infinite number of ways to wander. Mm-hmm. There are an infinite number of ways to wander. Right? Wide is the path that leads to destruction, and narrow is the way that leads yep. uh, to to heaven. But all of the wandering ways, every one of them, are compiled and wandering from the truth. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that's sobering. When, when you really think about it. And, uh, and, and so, at least on my part to close up, I've, I've got a, a scripture from Second Peter to share to help us avoid the wandering. Uh, and so, we'll, we'll start in verse 3. It says this. Chapter. Second ch- uh, Peter chapter 1. Okay, cool. Sorry. I, yeah. No, you're good. I've got it open here. I don't know why you didn't know. Second Peter 1, 3. <laughs> yeah. Uh, His divine power has granted to us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him who called us to his own glory and excellence, by which he has granted to us his precious and very great promises, so that through them you may become partakers of the divine nature, having escaped from the corruption that is in the world because of sinful desire. For this very reason, make every effort to supplement your faith with virtue, and virtue with knowledge, and knowledge with self-control, and self-control with steadfastness, and steadfastness with godliness, and godliness with brotherly affection, and brotherly affection with love. For if these qualities are yours and are increasing, they keep you from being ineffective or unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. For whoever lacks these qualities is so nearsighted that he is blind, having forgotten that he was cleansed from his former sins. As, I, as I'm as i reading through this verse, man, I, I think everything that we've talked about is kind of encapsulated here, right? We, you yeah. talked about the blind leading the blind. Well, <laughs> you forget these qualities. Yeah. You're like a blind person, right? Yeah. Talk about having escaped from the corruption that's in the world, right? Well, we're wandering as opposed to seeking the truth of God. And so mm-hmm. ultimately, verses 5 through 7, 5 through, yeah, 5 through 7, are the qualities that we ought to have, the qualities we ought to strive to have, and not just have, but to increase, but to yeah. grow in. Yeah. And, I, and I think that's that's how we avoid wandering. Yeah. Um, the only other 
thought that I had that I wanted to, to leave this conversation with was, um, when Jesus talked specifically about wondering, Mm. um, you know, he, he told three different parables about a person or a sheep or a coin that wandered off. Um, and I've got one of them here. I'll, it's the the shortest one that I'll I'll (laughs) read, but it's uh, Matthew chapter 18 verses 10 through 14. He says, see that you do not despise one of these little ones. For I tell you that in heaven, their angels always see the face of the, of the father who is in heaven. What do you think? If a man has a hundred sheep and one of them goes astray, does he not leave the 99 on the mountains and go search, go in search of the one that went astray? And if he finds it, truly I say to you, he rejoices over it more than over the 99 that never went astray. So it is not the will of my father who is in heaven, um, who is in heaven, that one of these little ones should perish. You know, when we read about those, quote, lost parables, the lost son, the lost sheep, the lost coin, it reminds us that every single person has wondered, maybe be currently wondering, maybe was found and then wandered off again. Yep. But that doesn't mean that, that God just expects you to only seek him back. Yeah. He's out looking for you. Every single person that has wandered off, that is currently wandering off, God is out there looking for you. Yeah. And if you turn around to seek him as well, you're going to find him because mm-hmm. he's out there. You know, I think that's one of the biggest struggles that people have when they run into problems in life is that I've messed up too much. I've gotten too far away. You don't even know the things that have happened in my life. Yeah. And they think, no, I, there's, there's not a chance that I can come back and, and be with this group of people and they're going to love me. Not a chance that I could, could come back and, and try to worship God the way that I, I did before. Yeah. Because this and this and this has happened. Yeah. But that's literally the story that we, we have right here. I've mentioned before, this is God's love letter to man. This yeah. is God telling man, hey, you've messed up, but I'm still seeking you. So please seek me. Yeah. That's the answer to everybody who's wondering. Everybody who is wondering around now or has before and maybe in the future. God is always going to be seeking you. And he just asks that you come back and seek him too. Yeah. And that's a good reminder for us who are not wandering at the moment mm-hmm. to seek out those wanderers too. Absolutely. So. Yeah. Be the hands and feet of Christ. Yeah. That's what we're called to do. Well, Dylan, I, I enjoyed this. Absolutely. Uh, you know, I, I said this could be a short one. It could be a long one. It ended up being... Right in the middle. Right in the middle. <laughs> so that uh, that's about how it goes. But... Um, Anyway, for those of you that are listening, we, we really appreciate you. We appreciate uh, your continued support, and uh, it just uh, it means a lot to us. And mm-hmm. we do ask that uh, if you have any questions, if you have any thoughts, if you know where to find that song that Dylan was talking about earlier. Yeah. Send me an email, please. Yeah. Like, <laughs> let, let, let us know, and we, um, we'd be very grateful for that as well. But uh, if you could, just, just give us a, another minute of your time. We'd really appreciate it, as you can hear how you can help us. Thank you. 
Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Bible Conversations. We want to ask if you have any questions, suggestions, or comments, that you please email us at kcocbibleconversations at gmail.com. You can also find us on social media. We've got a Facebook page as well as an Instagram account. Our Facebook page is very simple. It's just Bible Conversations. On Instagram, it's very simple, at Bible Conversations. Uh, look us up, like our posts, and share it with your friends. We also have a an opportunity for you to help us financially through a, through a store uh, via Kim's Closet. And you can find that. Uh, you can just type into Google Kim's Closet. We have a, uh, we have a link as well that, that we will be uh, posting in, in each of our episodes. And we just hope that you will, that you will reach out and find us and uh, purchase a hoodie or a shirt uh, with the logo on it. And that way you can spread the word without having to say a word. So we appreciate you. Thank you all. Have a blessed week.